1: 17 weeks, four
0: quarters, 60 minutes, and it all leads up to one winning Winning trial. Hello everybody, welcome back to the Winning Drive Podcast. I am Rita Hubbard, the NFL chick, co-host of Baltimore Postgame Uncensored on 105.7 The Fan. And got my guy with me, Cordell Woodland of Shaking It Up Sports and the Ravens reporter for 105.7 The Fan. Ravens head to Cleveland on a short week, Cordell. Uh, They will be playing on Saturday as the NFL flexed this game a a couple weeks ago. So now they'll be playing Saturday at 4.15. Uh, against the Browns and um, let's start with the defense first. Uh, The Browns appear to be dealing with an injury bug going on. Um, I I, I believe they're down a few, they're down uh, from a center position. I believe that they have some injuries from their skill player position. Um, Deshaun Watson has not looked sharp in his return back, but that was understandable. He's been out for quite some time, but it, it To me, it bodes well in the Ravens' favor with all of these situational injuries. Um, They're not going to let uh, Nick Chubb run the ball all over on them, I don't think, because that's what their defense does. They just don't allow it. Um, But then you have these other situations in terms of how will, well will Nick Chubb do? Is he going to have to get outside? Because it appears that if he tries to go through the A-gaps, it's going to be some issues. Uh So... You know, this really could be the game where the defense says, offense, we know you're going through something at the quarterback position right now. We're going to do our job and find a way to step up and help y'all win this game on Saturday.
1: Yeah, it could be. I mean, you know, the Browns aren't necessarily lighting it up offensively right now. Um, They're a turnover machine. So you know, well that's
0: the Raven. That's the Ravens
1: love that I'm sure. For sure, sure. you know that's gonna play right into their hands. Deshaun Watson has been pretty loose with the football since he's been back. Um, still trying to figure out that offense. Still trying to figure out, I think, the speed of the game again. Yeah, just getting used to being in the pocket. He looks so uncomfortable in the pocket when I watch him. He has antsy feet. He's quick to get out of the pocket and extend the play. Um, and he's almost looking to run first before he throws the ball. So um, this isn't the Deshaun Watson that we're used to seeing in the past that I think that we're going to get on Saturday. And this could that could be something that bodes well for the Ravens. Um, the run game, of course, always worries you when you talk about Cleveland. They've got the two headed monster with Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb. Had a pretty decent game last time he played the Ravens earlier this season.
0: Didn't eclipse um, 100 yards though. We got to be no, didn't, on didn't, that. didn't yes, get over he did.
1: 100 yards. Now he had 91 rushing yards that yes. game. Yes, had, had 91 yards. Had the touchdown. Um, I think on 16 carries. Uh, but you know, Nick Chubb is. I think when we look back at that game, we could say that you know, it could have been worse. It could yeah, have been absolutely. worse on the, run, on the run game with Nick Chubb could have been worse in the pass game with David Njoku could have been worse in the pass game in general um, with some down the field plays that, that could have been worse than what they were. Uh, so we'll we have to see what happens this time. I do think that the threat of the vertical pass game is there. Yeah. Um, even though Deshaun Watson isn't throwing the ball as great as he once was you still have to worry about guys down the field, guys like Donovan Peoples-Jones, Amari Cooper, even though he's kind of up in the air for his status on Saturday um, because he's missed a couple of practices this week already, dealing with the hip issue that he hurt last Sunday. Um, but they, Donovan uh, Peoples-Jones, he's been really good over the last couple of games. He's coming off his best game of the season. David Njoku, we saw the type of problems he gave the Ravens the last time that they played um, that he got hurt. And I think he hurt his hel- his elbow in that game. He's back right now. So we'll have to see what happens with him. But yeah, the question marks along the offensive line, they worry you a little bit if you're a Browns fan. Um, the Ravens right now are looking to pounce. They need to take advantage of every favorable matchup they get. This is a favorable matchup right now for them. It's a division game on the road. You never know what can happen for sure. So you got to go out there, uh, with your antennas up. But if the Ravens go out there and stop the run first and try to force Cleveland to be a one dimensional team, um, it'll go in their favor. They can't allow the downfield down the field plays the way they did this past Sunday or the way that they have done at various points this season. Um, because these guys, they've got some, they've got some speed at the outside. They've got a quarterback who's got a rocket of an arm, even though he's still trying to come back and get back to normal. Yeah, um, he he can still throw the football. So they've, they've got to come out ready to play because um, if they get out there and start overlooking this Browns team, they could get in trouble.
0: And I don't think that that's going to be the case to be fair. I, I, I do. I think that they understand what's in front of them. Right. Um, the there's a couple of things that we have to acknowledge that the Ravens did not have the last time uh, Marcus Williams went out week five against the Bengals, which means he didn't play in the Browns game. Also the trade for Roquan Smith didn't happen um, with uh Prior, you know, during this time. So he was not on this active roster um, at the time. I'm not 100% sure. Was this the game that Justin Houston got injured or was it prior or did he come back? Either way, I feel like there was a, something regarding Justin Houston around these things. I'm just making the point that this team looks healthier now than they did when they played them you know week seven back in October and I think that those things need to be accounted for Um, Marcus Williams as we learned is pretty irreplaceable in the secondary and you know there's guys that that Really, they tried their best, but ultimately you see why the Ravens went out and spent the money that they did on him. Kyle Hamilton hadn't really played at a high level um, up until that point. So you, I think that you have to favor into the fact that, you know, he's played much better since he's gotten um, more reps and gotten more acclimated into this defense. So, uh, yes, the, the players typically, the, their skill players typically are the same in terms of what we dealt with the first time, but they also didn't deal with guys that we that we either didn't have yet or that were out based on injury or hadn't ascended um, in terms of their career as of yet. So I do think that that's something that we should acknowledge. One of the things though that bothers me is that um Marlon Humphrey again we talked about how we it's we're going to let them have a pass everybody has a bad game but the lack of locating the ball in the Steelers game is what bothered me the most it was one thing to It's one thing if you just didn't have a good outing, you know what I mean? Like you just getting burned off the line or you just getting burned in coverage. It is what it is. But um, too many times Marlon was trying to locate the ball and he was unsuccessful in doing that. And you really hope that's not going to be a trend that we start to see down the stretch. A very important stretch, by the way, because you're trying to win the AFC North Division. The Bengals is on your tail. You can't afford to lose one football game messing with the Bengals right now if you want to win the division. So, you know, and, and we've talked in, you know, depth about our concerns with Marcus Peters as well. Um, so the secondary is still a little bit shaky, but I really feel like Marcus Williams being back plays a huge role into, you know, them improving themselves from the last time. Um I agree with you. I, I definitely think that Deshaun Watson looks uncomfortable. It doesn't help that, that their da- their offensive line has struggled over the past few weeks and had some injuries over the past few weeks. So uh, maybe the Ravens can find a way to capitalize on that. And then when it comes to coverage at the linebacker position, Patrick Queen has been up and down, although he has had a good year. But from a past coverage perspective, he has struggled sometimes. Um, so you, but what you hope is that, you know, if he has to focus on Njoku, Roquan Smith gives you the opportunity to do that because, you know, he, he, he really is so good at what he does in terms of like going side to side and being in the middle of the field. He can do pretty much everything. So you hope that Patrick Queen is allowed to mainly focus. I mean, mm-hmm. not mainly, but in from a past coverage perspective, mainly focus on Njoku while Roquan does this thing. Um, so, you know, you, you do have to feel a little concerned about Marlin's mishaps because of it, it was more to me of a technique thing than just the speed thing. You know what I mean? But you hope that this is the week that he finds some kind of way to rebound. They're really going to
1: need it. I'm Alex Rodriguez and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week you're here is in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment.
0: That is a harsh lesson in business.
1: Sports is and not as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so you know, many more doors. The show is called The, the Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yeah, I mean, you look, you talk about Marlon and his struggles locating the ball down the field. That, that's a common trait amongst Alabama cornerbacks and I know Marlon's been in the league for some time now but uh you you look at a lot of these guys that come from Alabama especially before the league really gets to get their hands on them one of their all, all of them their their number one common downfall i should say as a db is that they cannot locate the ball jalen armor davis the same thing was said about him uh coming out of college amongst other things that we've already been able to see right now he can't really stay on the field health-wise or production-wise for that matter uh for the ravens this season but you look back at the first game you know it was marcus peters that was getting exposed down the field on right. some of those throws to Amari Cooper and the Donovan's People's Jones forcing him to commit some passing pass interference calls. Yeah. Um, some he just got mossed on. And, you know, <laughs> uh, it, it now the both, and that was before People's Jones started to really come into his own. Um, now, if they don't have Amari Cooper out there, that will bode well for the Ravens that they've got just one guy to really have to worry about him. As good so as people. I'm
0: sorry, I, I don't mean to mm-hmm. interrupt you, but to preface your point, um, in, in case people didn't know, um, Amari Cooper is dealing with what they call a core muscle injury. Did not practice on Tuesday, I'm not sure if he practiced on Wednesday. No, um, he so he, he did not, okay, so what? he said he's going to play through it, but it does not at this point seem positive in terms of him possibly and if he does play clearly he's not going to be 100%. So I just wanted to put that out there in case yeah. people didn't know what the issue was with Mari Cooper.
1: Back to you. I, I mean, you look at the Browns injury report it's it's a little conflicting. Uh quite a few guys uh, didn't did not practice a couple of days this week dealing with a certain injury, but also they're saying that they're resting these guys. So maybe they're saying that because they do plan to play on on Saturday they're just you know, they have to put them on an injury report because they are injured. Right. Um, but they they must plan to play because they're just looking at it as them resting them throughout the course of the week. But, hey, whether Amari Cooper is there or not, the vertical pass game is going to have to be something that the Ravens are on point on. They cannot let these guys get behind them. They cannot let Deshaun Watson throw the ball over their heads. It's been a bugaboo for them throughout this season. And in large part do yeah, Marcus Williams, he hasn't been there. So we'll see how that changes the land the, the landscape of this past game. But there were some past games where Marcus Williams was there, and it, it, it they you know they still allowed a ton of big plays. And I'm looking at that Miami game in specific. Um, so and, and to be
0: fair that uh, to be fair that Miami game completely changed from that from a perspective because there was some issue with
1: communication and that
0: last year. Yeah, I mean
1: there was, it was, it, was a, it was a lot going on no doubt about it. Yeah. But I mean I want to give them the benefit of the doubt and I do think <laughs> that it'll be better with Marcus Williams back there but I can't ignore And and granted, this is before he came back, but, you know, you look at what happened in the Jacksonville game and you look at what happened not only in the Miami game, but the Buffalo game and uh, even the Giants game when the Giants really wanted to throw the ball and had to throw the ball they're throwing it all over the field. All of a sudden they're completing passes to tight ends like I do expect the downfield game to be better with marcus williams back there but I, I still don't think that this is going to be a perfect defense just yet yeah. at least not in the past game because they're too inconsistent when it comes to the ball being thrown down the field now in the run game they got it you know they, they they got it with the run game um as good as nick chubb is nick chubb is going to get his yards but in order for Nick Chubb to have a real impact on this game, he's going to have to get the ball 20 to 25 times. I just don't know if uh, Stefanski is willing to do that right now. And I don't know if game flow will allow them to do that. I don't expect the Ravens to come out there and light up the scoreboard with Anthony Brown, potentially a quarterback, even though it looks like Tyler Huntley will be the guy back there. Even him, he's not going out there (laughs) and scoring uh, scoring a ton. So uh, it's, it's not like the Browns will have to do a lot offensively to win this game. They could yeah. potentially not have to. If they if they get in a situation where the run game is still in play and Stefanski decides that they are going to live with, Kareem, with uh, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt's legs, it could be a bad day for the Ravens just simply not because they can't stop the run, just simply because the volume of runs – that the Browns are getting especially if they're able to continue to move the chains on the ground they play keep away with this team that's going to struggle to score that could be a recipe for disaster for the Ravens
0: yeah I completely agree with you I, I definitely think that it's it's something that you have to be concerned about uh and and I, I just think that you know th- hopefully with the different pieces that they have, that means that they can, that they will um, find a way. I mean, look, the Ravens are only um, giving up three point eight yards per carry, um, so you got to feel some type of good about that. Um, you you got to hope that that they can kind of force them into passing the ball. But because they're dealing with injuries, then that's potentially going to be a problem for them. So, yeah, I I don't expect this to be pretty because the Ravens don't play pretty. They don't they don't they don't play pretty football. (laughs) It's not going to be who they are. It's just it's just never going to be that way. Right. And so we're used to that. And that's completely understandable. But, you know, I, I, I think that there has been enough changes over the past few weeks potentially for them that that, that can go into their favor and that they can make this um, a difficult game for Deshaun Watson and company.
1: I, I also want to see how, how they decide to play Watson and his legs because he's really been looking to run a lot. Yeah. So I don't know if they're going to decide to go with a spy at some point or a spy in certain third down situations, but you can't allow him to extend drives with his legs. Yeah. Um, if it gets in the third and six or something like that, I, he, he's not shy about going and getting those six yards on the ground himself right now because he simply doesn't have a ton of confidence in his uh, his knowledge of this offense or, or or this pass game for that matter. Um, so I, I think that's going to be the key thing to watch. Can the Ravens limit? Watson's running ability and not allow him to continuously um, prolong drives.
0: That's very true. And so, yeah, we'll find out soon enough how this is going to work. Oh, also, the, David and Joku had limited practice due to a knee mm-hmm. injury. So, I just wanted to put that out there. I mean, they, they're they're banged up too. Um, so, you know, we're gonna find out soon enough who has enough players that that's healthy that can make impact for this game uh, on Saturday.